Today, I'm gonna to be talking about one main thing that covers two topics. The brilliant evolution of the Adam Friedland show, and not all podcast fans, but the loudest ones really hate change. Before we get too deep into it, I'd like to remind everyone to comment, like, and subscribe. It helps with the algorithm and any type of interaction you do with this video greatly helps me. Welcome to another episode of Catching You Up with <laughs> this episode is executive produced by Gibaba, Gibaba. And if you want to become an executive producer of the show, click the Patreon link in the description to figure out how to do that. Currently, The Adam Friedland Show is one of the funniest shows slash podcast on YouTube right now. It manages to book huge guests that haven't been around in the comedy podcast universe and manages to pull off hilariously deadpan interviews. As of right now, their guests have included Ernie Hudson, Norman Finkelstein, Binging with Babish, Neil deGrasse Tyson, Chris Cuomo, Jadakiss, and Chet Hanks. As it keeps going, it keeps evolving, getting better. It's becoming smarter, funnier, and just more entertaining throughout all of it. But before I get into that, let me rewind and say emphatically, there would be no Adam Friedland show without Cometown. What is Cometown? According to Wikipedia, Cometown is a podcast that was started by Nick Mullen and his co-host Stavros Halkis around 2017. The second episode had Adam Friedland on it, who quickly became the third co-host. Although it's been mislabeled as a podcast expressing the dirtbag left political sentiment, they never expressed any political stances seriously. It was essentially three friends riffing, trying to make each other laugh. In its lifetime, it reached the top 15 of creators on Patreon, raking in almost $100,000 a month. They were a low maintenance show, they were mostly audio only, and they were fucking crushing it. I was first introduced to Come Town by Josh Potter, who I worked with at YMH. We carpooled to and from work together, and on our rides, we got to know each other a little bit better and shared with each other what made us laugh. Potter asked me if I was familiar with Cometown. I wasn't, but I was already hooked on the name. He gave me a quick synopsis and told me I need to listen to the funniest interview ever, featuring David Cross. And this interview is then what I used for years when I was trying to tell people who Nick, Stav, and Adam were. And... As a podcast producer, this is one of the biggest fucking train wrecks that I've ever heard. I guess we do have like a bit of a communication issue. We unfortunately only have one set of headphones. I've got two with me, if that helps. What's he saying? Let me think here. I am, uh, I'm in, uh, I'm upstate right now in, in New York. Uh, but that's part of the charm of Town. They never did things to make you laugh. They did things to make them laugh. I'm gonna use the headphones, and then Adam is here. Adam uh, Friedland. Uh, if yeah, if you, can you hear Adam? You have to scream. Hi, David. It's a little uh, muffled because of the yelling. Yeah, he's on the other but, side of the room, and then. Uh, so, well, can he come closer? Yeah, Adam can come closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi. And Hi. They left all of this in. But then we have a third guy Hi. here. Hello, big fan. Stop. My name's Stavros. Stav. Yeah, Stavros uh, is also here. Thank you. Uh, no. Okay. They are literally showcasing how little preparation they did for this, and they hold nothing back. Tell us some of your like your your biggest hits. What's yeah? What are you yeah? What are your like your big hits? Uh, 
we in what in what sense? I'm not sure. That interview was recorded in the show's infancy, and it evolved into what it became, which was three friends riffing with each other, calling themselves and each other gay, and getting right up to the line when it comes to edgy jokes and premises. Each host of the show served a function. Nick Mullen was the main driving force, and he'd come up with riffs. Stavros would be the show's laugh track and would chime in with lines for the riff that Nick came up with. And Adam eventually turned into the punching bag Nick and Stavros would gang up on. The show had so many incredible moments. Nick would showcase his ability to do, honestly, spot-on impressions of famous celebrities. Hi, I'm Michael Douglas, and I'm a gay actor. <laughs> a man's dick isn't just a cock. It's an opportunity. It's something to aspire to. It's something that is inside of us all. That's the campaign. This isn't a joke. There's naked pictures of me all over the internet. Like what you see? I hope you do, because there's plenty more where that came from. What is going on? Who's jacking off to this? It's not me. Maybe it's you. Maybe it's your family. And it was so funny. I honestly recommend you trying to hunt down every episode of Town and try and binge as much as you can. The thing about content, especially podcasts, is that it's going to evolve over time, as everything does. You are slightly different than the version of you from five years ago. Even more different from the version of you 10 years ago. And even though that happens to everyone, including podcast hosts, fans absolutely hate when they detect any kind of change. At least the loud minority do. Think about it. Three not rich friends start a podcast in 2016, 2017. Having not planned for it, they accidentally become extremely successful on Patreon. Their problems and goals change over time, thus changing the podcast, the reason they're doing the podcast, and everything in between. In fact, a topic that came up on the podcast pretty consistently was how much they hated doing the show. They didn't care if the sponsors were happy with their reads. They would just do 30 minutes. They looked at ad reads like content. They're like, oh, we could shit on this sponsor for like, and that fills 20 or 30 minutes. And it's a wild way to look at it. And it was fucking hilarious every single time. As a podcast producer, I'm like, they're gonna not pay you for that read. And they were making so much money. They didn't fucking care. They were even mostly uh, an audio only podcast and were very much aware that people were taking the audio and uploading it to YouTube. So instead of making the normal decision of like, oh, maybe we should start uploading to YouTube. What they started doing was playing popular songs in the middle of them talking so that YouTube would either take down or demonetize the re-uploaders videos, which is a geniusly funny way to handle the situation. However, big things changed in June of 2022 when Stavros announced that he was going to leave Comtown. From looking at his moves in hindsight, it was pretty clear to understand that Stavros was trying to get away from the anti-mainstream name of Comtown and try to create his own online presence. And he did this by posting hilarious crowd work clips onto his Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok dropping a YouTube special that has almost 6 million views right now, as well as launching his own podcast, Stavi's World, all of which have been great moves. There's an argument to be made that Stavros was the biggest up-and-coming name in comedy in 2022, and continues to grow. However, this left Town in quite a predicament. 
which leads to the second topic of this video. Some squeaky wheels really don't like it when a show that they like changes and they don't know yet if they like the new version of it. <laughs> As the band split up, they joked about rebranding the show to be the Adam Friedland show which took some getting used to from old fans as Adam used to be the punching bag of this group. It was clear they had big plans for the future of the show and they didn't care if fans were excited because they were excited. Some fans feel personally slighted when something they like changes and that attitude kind of sucks. You might've grown up on Adam Sandler movies. Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore were awesome. Maybe some of the later ones were some of your favorites too like Grown Ups or fucking uh, Chuck and Larry. But if you're going to sit there and tell me that Uncut Gems is not one of Adam Sandler's best performance, you're out of your fucking mind. And now we have The Adam Friedland Show. A satire of a late night talk show that starts with an opening monologue, then like five to 10 minutes of sketch, and then an interview with a celebrity that honestly kind of changes your mind on who that celebrity is. I really didn't think I would like to see Chris Cuomo or Chet Hanks talk for an hour but I was along for the ride and I'm glad I buckled in. They did a 10 minute silent ballet. They're still leaning into dumb premises. They're just executing it differently. It's all killer. It's all killer. It's a whole new creative endeavor and I'm excited to see where it goes. People get upset when something they like changes, but if there's one thing that you can count on, it's that if something that you like is going on for a while, it's going to change over time. And you can either get the fuck in or get the fuck out. And that's honestly just scraping the surface of how Town turned into the Adam Friedland show, which I think is an entertainment powerhouse. And as we wrap up this episode of catching you up with... Not a, it's okay, it's <laughs> uh, I'm going to be showing uh, all the names on the screen of everyone that has signed up to become a producer. If you would like to become a producer of catching you up with... Not a, it's okay, <laughs> you can click the link in the description and... Uh, click that Patreon link to get your name immortalized on the episodes. And once again, reminder to comment, like, subscribe. It helps with the algorithm. And I will see you next week. Good tidings, y'all. This is a totally unconfirmed news.